What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. In June 2011, 89-year-old Harry Waskey got sick from what seemed to be a summertime flu. The avid gardener suspected Lyme disease when his symptoms persisted. Feverish and a little chilly and achy and weaker. I almost collapsed and was admitted to the hospital. I've been keeping the list we call the mysterious disease. Dr. Joseph Gugliata of Hunterdon Medical Center diagnosed Waski, not with Lyme, but with Borrelia myomotoi. The infection is so rare, his was just the second documented case in the United States. It is caused by a type of bacteria found in the deer tick, the same tick that transmits Lyme disease and several other illnesses. There were patients, actually, that came up negative on all the testing, including Lyme disease. We were sure they had something, but we couldn't prove what they had. The bacteria may have caused infection in recent years without being recognized. Researchers have found them in 2% of deer ticks. Lyme is present in 20%. Dr. Gary Wormser of New York Medical College was part of a team that found myomotoid bacteria in 18 stored blood samples from patients with and without symptoms. What we still need to learn about it is how frequently is it a cause of human infection? What are the symptoms and signs? When a patient comes in with a fever over the summer, do I have to now think, well, maybe it's this new disease? I think you do, but summertime febrile illnesses, you should think about tick-borne diseases if there's tick exposure. You don't have to actually see the the tick? Absolutely not. You're in an area that has ticks and... The majority of the time where you have a tick-borne infection, you don't recall a tick bite. Today's estimate is so much higher than previous official numbers because most cases go unreported. But the CDC told me there has also been a real increase in Lyme cases, likely more than tripling over the past 20 years as the ticks spread to new areas. Okay, thank you. From the ashes of the thicket where Bambi and his mother died, or just his mother (laughs) died, it's scraping the vaults. This is Audrey here with your host, Dan. Hi. And um, Jimmy. I don't I, have ticks. I'm in the thicket. <laughs> Watch out. I'm in the it's burning man. thicket. Run away. <laughs> oh, no, I've been shot. Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. I love you, Bambi. Oh, <laughs> Run. Run. Make it Run, so. Bambi. Oh, my God. I love that voice. Thank you. That's about as much as I can sustain. I, 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 (laughs) (laughs) my brain hurt. My brain, no work good right now. (laughs) My brain Brain, be poopy. (laughs) Brain, no do good. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) big brain, big dude, brain, big doo doo. How brain on you guys? (laughs) Me brain, COVID yum. (laughs) No longer. (laughs) Goodbye. Fire bad. Fire, fire Fire bad. I brain be. Ah, uh, yes. Ooh. Brain B. Brain B. Uh, that like sounds B, suspiciously... Okay, yeah, that was a good segue. Uh, 
thank you. Oh, we watched a we movie. Watched, we watched Bambi we? too. Did, you know, here's what we watched is Bambi and the Great Prince of the Forest. That was the original title. The working oh, title. No. That's going to be the title. More sense. That's going to be the title of the episode, listener, that you've just downloaded. You'll notice it doesn't say Bambi too. It says Bambi and the Great Prince of the Forest. Mm, Makes it sound a lot T-O-O. more like uh uh mystical and kind of uh fantastical <clears throat> like mm. harry potter in the chamber of secrets it's right. bambi and the great prince of the forest or the philosopher's stone can you imagine seven bambi movies no yes it's no. like disney <laughs> yeah it's a good point we don't know all the movies we're going to cover yet we might get right to bambi but this isn't even bambi two this is bambi one and a half Yep, exactly. It's not a sequel. It's a. It's like the Lion King one and a half. It's a fill in the blanks. Entre, should we just entre get act? to? Is that the? Should word? we just like speed up and get to this? Because I think think I think we haven't spoken about this movie. No, we at have all, not. Which usually means <clears throat> that we have a lot to say about. The movie. Well, let me just tell you real quick what this movie is for you, the listener, and for Dan and Audrey, who may or may not have been paying attention. Uh, Baby two, also known as. Belts. Bambi and the Philosopher's Stone is a 2006 animated drama film. It's an American animated drama film directed by Brian Pimental and produced by the Australian office of Disney Toon Studios. Australia. As a, as a follow-up from the 1942 film Bambi. <laughs> Animation production was done by Disney Toon Studios, Sydney, Australia. It premiered in theaters. What? In Argentina. Uh-oh. On January 26, 2006, before being released as a direct-to-video title in the United States on February 7, 2006. Oh, my God. We almost just Taking blew it place between Bambi's. This is, <laughs> takes place between Bambi's mother's death and, and Bambi shown. the two countries have never been the same. It was really, I, I'll get to it later, but there are other countries where this movie was released oh, in no. theaters. All of our Taking credibility between, is gone. <laughs> because we're scraping the, well it's direct to video in the u.s this is a u.s centric podcast okay well that was never like stated from the beginning right i mean it's implied okay all right i'll speak so, to my lawyer <laughs> <laughs> taking place between bambi's mother's death and bambi shown as a young adult buck the film follows bambi's relationship with his father the great prince of the forest and bambi's efforts to earn his father's love for him it was first titled Bambi and the Great Prince, but was renamed Bambi and the Great Prince of the Forest, and later Bambi Two. I mean, Bambi and the Great Prince would have been fine. They went from like good to worse. I mean, a good to better. Fine in the sense that the title wouldn't have been complete nonsense. It would still have been the same movie, though. Let me yeah, ask yeah. you this. If the movie is called Bambi and the Great Prince of the Forest, yes. do you like it better? I, I mean, oh, if question. someone gives you a turd sandwich and they call it, you know, tuna, does that make you like it more? Well, <laughs> I would expect a tuna sandwich, you would have a, not a turd sandwich. <laughs> yeah, and I think that your your absorption of the material would be and you'd feel more like, oh, well, this is just the tuna's gone bad, but <laughs> it's still a tuna sandwich, so I'm going to enjoy it because okay, I love no, tuna. That's, that's, that's fair. You'd give it a better uh, shot. Hold on. Um, while hold the film on. was directed Wait, video release. Say that again. Say that again. Give it a better shot. There we go. <laughs> 
Well, the film was direct to video release in the United States, Canada, China, Japan, and Taiwan. It was a theatrical release in the United Kingdom, France, Italy, Austria, Mexico, Dominican Republic, Brazil, and Australia, and other European countries. Literally everywhere the, but the U.S. I know. That's we get to it. The film was officially the last Disney animated film to be released on VHS. Mm, oh wow! This is a special. Yeah. This is this a special, special one. scraping the vault. I was just gonna say after I I did that gunshot, I was just gonna say, listener, don't worry, I'm not gonna go on a tirade, a weirdly political tirade about guns. <laughs> but then, but then when you when you were talking about that, I was I also thought. Maybe they released this internationally to like as a charm of defensive for like George W. Bush. Oh. Look, it's you still this is what movie. America has to <laughs> offer. Yeah, good point. Here's here's my hot take. Yeah. I think they filmed it or they released it in the- theaters because it's a good movie. I oh, no. would agree with that. Oh I no, think it's a good movie. <laughs> no, it's no, quality. Why? It it's is good. good. It's not, it I is love there's a reason this. I have 13 pages. It's, it's good. Not, it is not good. It's terrible. It's, it's, it just, this feels like old times, you know, the two of us getting oh, up on dance. No, no, I'm not joking. I thought I was watching this and I thought for sure, I'm like, there's no way. I don't, I don't even need to check in. There's no way the other two like this. I had my kids with me. Oh, we were God. watching it together. We I were was enthralled. I'm calling, I'm calling CPS right now. <laughs> 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 I I would watch it again. I want. I literally oh. wanted to watch it again today. Oh, I like. I, I, I wouldn't it. say it's that. A good movie. I would watch it again. I don't want to watch it again. I would probably watch the first one just to remember what the well, first yeah. one was really about. I, I now, granted, I didn't watch it again, but just just to refresh because you know it was kind of late and you know things were happening and I was mm. in my most right state of mind at the time. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I liked it. I, I was I was not when we were texting during it. Uh, Dan was saying something about <laughs> like you know how you feel like it's about to end and it's just the middle. When I had that observation, I looked and I was almost done with the movie. Mm, I was literally in the middle. I thought the and pacing we decided was fine. It was, the pacing was great, and yeah. it, I think it ended a little abruptly as they do. But here's the thing: mm-hmm. it wasn't a serialized like three part thing they were going to make into a TV show. This was mm-hmm. a full story. Mm-hmm. They it was great animation. What's they had the some music. What's it about? It's it's about a boy and his dad. Is what oh. it's about. It's about and it, it so yeah touchy. exactly Audrey. I... It's about a, what every child feels about their father. That they want them to be loved and accepted for who they are. That's what this movie is about. Mm-hmm. And being right. misunderstood, and and you know, kind of trying to trying to get your father's affection. And when you get it, you're thrilled. And it's also about the dad learning how to open up to his son and be, you know, accept his grief over his dead wife. Like <laughs> be, exactly because men don't understand children and they don't know how to be around them. Oh, mm. It's just it's it was a good one. Yep. Watch out, Tarzan. I mean, what's the movie we liked the most? Mulholland Drive. <laughs> I was just saying. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo? We're coming Boogaloo? for you. Xanadu. No. Xanadu. Oh, <laughs> forgot we watched that. That was fun. Good old that days. Like the good, good old days. <laughs> Two movies ago. Uh, yeah. Like six rough. months ago, whatever it was. Um, 
All right. So All right. here's what happened in hold, Bambi 2. You want to tell us about 2006? I want to tell you what happened in 2006 before I crawl into a hole <laughs> and try not to be comically negative while also being comically negative. Anyway, so um, speaking of comically negative, uh, <laughs> the top 20 uh, TV shows in 2006 uh, were uh, tied for 20. 60 Minutes and Shark. Uh, and tied for 18. Is that what a shark sounds like? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the sharks do underwater. Uh, you can't hear them because they're underwater. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, the sharks go. Uh, okay, number 18, tied for 18, Criminal Minds and Survivor. Uh, tied for 16, CSI NY and Cold Case. Uh, 15, NCIS. 14, T-A-A-H-M, also known as Two and a Half Men. Uh, those are all in CBS, <laughs> by the way. Uh, 13, Deal or No Deal on Monday. Oh, <laughs> that's back. Uh, number 12, Without a Trace. Poof, it's gone. Uh, number 11, Sunday Night Football. Uh, are you ready for some football? <laughs> I sure am. Uh, number 10, CSI Miami. Number 9, CSI Desperate Housewives. Number 8, CSI House. <laughs> number 7, CSI Grey's Anatomy. And number 6, CSI Crime Scene Investigation. That's what CSI stands for, but that's actually the title of it. That's dumb. That's also on CBS, also known as CSI. And on number three, we got Dancing with the Stars Monday. Also on number three, Dancing with the Stars Tuesday. Dancing with the Stars Wednesday was tied also for number three. And for number two, American Idol Tuesday. Guess what number one was? American Idol Thursday. That's correct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, American Idol Wednesday. Wednesday. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that also happened, and in February of 2006, Bambi 2, also known as the Great Bambi and the Great Prince of the Forest, mm-hmm. this movie, as we aforementioned... Oh, wait, uh, do you want to know what I thought it would... Yeah, it was, but Dan's okay. going to yes. tell us first what he okay. thought Bambi 2 was going to be about. Here's what, I thought it, here's what I think it should be. Here's what I thought mm-hmm. it should be before I watched it. Bambi decides that the forest creatures have been subject to the whims of man for far too long. And with the help of his friends, Thumper and Flower, forms an elite militia force as the oh, last line of defense against, yeah. the, against this invasive species. After several years of tension, the forest creatures and mankind develop a cautious truce, eventually blossoming into a mutually beneficial relationship. While the forest creatures largely see this as nothing other than a net positive, Bambi is still haunted by flashbacks of his mother's death, which eventually drive him into a fit of murderous rage. Knowing that (laughs) nothing will appease his friend's bloodlust, Thumper convinces the local townsfolk to allow Bambi to rid the streets of crime by enacting a brutal vigilante justice in which Bambi is judge, jury, and executioner. Bambi 2, April Showers of Justice, is a musical slasher crime thriller filled with magic, friendship, Grizzly Murder, and three original songs by Tim Rice and Elton John. Beautiful. uh, April Flowers of Justice. I like how you threw flower in there. Well, it's April Showers of Justice. Oh, I thought you said flowers. (laughs) Um, That Uh, soundtrack sounds really promising. It does. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The Tim Rice, Elton John combo Uh uh, really sells it. Never goes wrong. Nope. I just wrote Um, that this needs a dragon, and uh, there was no dragon. No dragon. So I'm going to just take my notes and leave. Uh, That's all of your notes? No, I'm going to, no, no, no. 
And that's I, all your takeaway. This needs a dragon. This I'm needs gonna a acknowledge. Dragon. I'm gonna acknowledge that the two of you liked this awful movie. Okay. And I'm gonna still use all of the sounds of weapons that I have downloaded to use <laughs> for what I thought would be mutually comic effect. But now it's just me, me being mean, <laughs> and I'm fine with that because this is a terrible movie. All right. Well, so like Clue, remember the movie Clue? Mm-hmm. Yes. Dan just told it how it how it could have ended, but this is how it really ended. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Taking place in the middle of the original Bambi, the film opens with with the scene where Bambi, voiced by Alexander Gould, I don't know who that is, is wandering <laughs> the forest for yeah, his you mother. Included it. That's the best part. <laughs> not realizing she was she has been killed by man. His father, the great prince of the forest, Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Is Impressive. He here? Hello. <laughs> a wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. He arrives <laughs> yes. precisely Patrick when he Stewart. means to. Cerebro. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, his oh. father, great prince of the forest, finds him, breaks the sad news. Did, Audrey, did you just realize that that was not Patrick Stewart? What? No, it in is. In the Lord of the Rings? No, it's not. Hello, Audrey. <laughs> what? He's Captain Picard. He's I'm, I'm not the sword. Professor X. <laughs> He's not the wizard from the I'm wizard not, movie. Yes, the he is. I'm not no, he's not. Lord of the Rings is not Patrick Stewart. I can't. Who is it then? Do this, the worse it becomes. It's uh, it's Magneto. It's not Professor X. It's Magneto, isn't it? Cerebro. What? (laughs) No, no. Patrick Stewart is uh, Gandalf, isn't he? No, that's Magneto. I didn't ever see these movies, but I know it's not Patrick Stewart. (laughs) What is going on with my head right now? Are you familiar with Star Trek? Captain Picard. I, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. It looks like Gandalf. Just because he's British doesn't mean they all look alike. Yeah, okay. That's so then, phobic right there. That's British. Wait. Okay. So anyway, oh. Patrick Stewart finds him. <laughs> it's Ian McKellen. Who is Magneto? I'm Who is too. Gandalf? <laughs> and exactly. Dumbledore. You. You're no, bad. he's not Dumbledore either. <laughs> no, Stop I'm it. Just, I'm now I'm with you now. Hello. <laughs> All right. Oh, my fucking So Patrick God. Stewart finds him, breaks the sad news, and leads Bambi back to under his den under a fallen tree. It's a brutal opening. The Great opening. Prince asks friend Owl, played by Keith Ferguson. To, and the, by the way, his name is Friend Owl. Not to be mistaken with Winnie the Pooh, who is just Owl. This is Enemy Friend Owl. Owl. <clears throat> so Owl's- he asks Friend Owl to find a doe to raise Bambi, but Friend Owl points out that due to the harsh winter season, <laughs> the deer. does can barely care for a themselves. <laughs> the great I'm prince- sorry, I'm really tickling myself the <laughs> awful Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have to read this. We can just go yeah, through. No, you're good. You're good. And and Patrick Stewart and like call him every old British guy in the book. Yeah, Michael Harry Gambon. Potter. <laughs> Wasn't he Richard uh, Griffith? This, yeah, Richard. Gri- what was the first one? Richard. Richard Burton, Griffiths. Ri- no, it wasn't that. But the the original Dumbledore much better than the Michael. Hello, Gambon. Batman. I'm, uh, I'm on the. I'm I'm not on that camp. Are you a Gambon fan? I'm a Gambon fan. You're a Gamboner. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, here, here's the here's the one scene. In Harry Potter. You know what? Let's just talk about Harry Potter. Baby. <laughs> no. Um, 
No, and I don't want to hear it. There's one scene. Okay. Is now it I'm the scene where he's like, the, oh, go ahead. In the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. When you read the book, yes. it says after Harry's name came out, oh, they go in a little Jimmy, side I room. I to read. <laughs> it's audible. audible. <laughs> just listen. <laughs> um, they go in the, the, the side room and, and it says in the book, Dumbledore calmly, I'm, I'm not, I'm paraphrasing, but calmly asks Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? In the movie, he like rushes him and pushes him against the wall. <laughs> That's why I don't like him. Just, it. I know, I know. The great prince reluctantly agrees to look after Bambi until the spring. Because, you know, men don't understand children. Spring is slowly mm-hmm. beginning to return to the forest. The song sequence... There is life. Oh, okay. The music. You, the line. Not great. This is, that's the one thing that kills this movie. I mean, yeah, the whole movie's great. good, but the two. It's not a musical, songs. but yeah. Dan texted me. This is like, I, just as I started to watch, <laughs> Dan texted the group, um, not the Supreme Chat. It's great the songs are atrocious. Dan says, Oh, good. There are songs. <laughs> and I texted back with lyrics of this first song, There's Life. Underneath the snow, below the frozen streams, there is life, Dan. Yeah. And then I wrote, they are trying to make Bambi the Lion King. They're, uh, first of all, they're trying to make Bambi Perry, which I found <gasps> offensive. How dare you? And Why did they then have they tried to make Bambi the Lion King. Why did and they have they put the so- whole thing in a blender. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Why did they have so many babies in the winter time? That's not how nature work. That's not what nature do. Nature have babies in springtime, right? How brain? How brain do? <laughs> Much brain. That's how. Fire um, bad. Fire bad. Cerebro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Song, not great. The sun breaks through the clouds and ice and snow begin to melt. Hibernating animals wake up, too many kids evidently, and migratory birds begin to return. On top of the fallen tree that makes the great prince's den, a small green plant begins to grow. Mm-hmm. Bambi wakes up late. He eats a root with reluctance, and the two go to the forest to check on a, har- a herd of deer grazing in the distance. Yeah, I've heard of deer. What about him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all ears. The prince, <laughs> <laughs> the prince ears eventually up. lets Bambi goes with his friends with a Z. While walking, Bambi tells Thumper that he and the great prince are best pals. Though Bambi has doubts about the great prince's affection. So Bambi's like, hey, my dad, the great prince, we're best buddies. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really believe himself. They wake up the hibernating flower, played by Nikki Jones, and go see the groundhog together. This is a Groundhog Day episode where Friend Owl is presiding over the event, Friend Owl. And it is here that Bambi meets Faline. Again. Sexy female deer. That's right. Doe. I think they're too young to be called sexy. I retract that statement. (laughs) Bringing sexy back. In the previous I think that movie, played earlier. They ah. had children. They had, Did they? they? Yeah. The previous movie, they get married and have children. I haven't seen that since They get married at a, at a church, have a proper <laughs> marriage. As is proper. <laughs> yes. Owl presided over it. The friend Owl. Excuse me. No, Owl from uh, Oh, Wicked from Winnie the Pooh. I'm sorry. <laughs> that tracks. 
Yes. Was Christopher Robin there? Is Ru- is Bambi in the Poovers? Rue was the ring bearer. Oh, there that, would, that that spells disaster, Dan. Yeah, nothing maybe? good came from that. I would maybe. rather watch that movie, to be honest. <laughs> That's probably why I wanted there to be a dragon. Like, there's heffalumps in the hundred acre yeah. wood, but this this is just a regular old forest. It's without a, a regular stuff. acre wood. It's like nine hundred and fifty <sighs> acre wood. Ugh. The nervous groundhog, Brian Pemmental, is eventually coaxed out of his hole and heralds the return of spring, only to be scared back in again by Rono, that asshole. What He's like the antagonist jerk. of this movie. He really is. Rono's Granum. a turd. He's a turd, and he's an Rano, older fawn. Rano's like uh, Asher in two years after his totally. first karate lesson. It yes. sounds like totally. Asher. It does. I was <laughs> totally. like, but he's, Asher wouldn't let himself get so he wouldn't be bested the way that Rano is. I, well, that's true, but he no, got bested he by a turtle biting him in the nose. Right? How humiliating! Anyway, <laughs> Rano laughs, but the other animals leave the scene in disappointment. Rano catches up to them, and after an. Ex- exaggerated story of the encounter with man ends in an argument with Bambi. That's Rano. And is this when he mentions that they have a stick that sounds like someone saying I'm here? That's right. That's right. He he explains that they have a stick that, that makes deer noises that talks to them. This is all, (laughs) this is, this is, you're making it sound more coherent than it is. Well, this is what happened, Dan. This what is are you what talking happened. about? It's so it's so tragic. Poor little Bambi is like curled up against a log in the snow, and he's he's so alone. And like- he loses his mother. His like absentee father is reluctantly taking care of him. Immediately says, "Hey, can you find a woman to take care of my child?" And ah. this antagonizing d bag of a of an older deer comes in and gives him. Sh- yeah, I don't know. But he's a mama's boy. So Rano's mother eventually calls Rano away. And Bambi's Mm -hmm. left alone to sleep under a tree and wait for the great prince to return after Thumper, Flower, and Faline leave with their families. Bambi's by himself. He's like at soccer practice and all the other kids have been picked up. (laughs) He's just sitting there on the curb. No phone. Is Bambi's Bambi's purpose as a character... To be like the Jesse Pinkman of the forest, or I don't know what that is. Is the oh, yeah, I don't know, either. Right. Sorry, watch, have you both not watched Breaking Bad? No, yeah, oh, I have not. It's on, the, it's on the list. Oh my god, okay, so with the Lord of the Rings is ba- I, I guess what it, Bambi's character in this has been reduced to just this is a character that bad things happen to, yeah. His mom's not every Disney movie. But isn't there that that's not the what is the point of the original Bambi as a character? Let me I don't know. I haven't seen it since 42. Um, to manipulate me into crying because well, yeah, maybe, I want to protect Bambi and be Bambi's the boy who learns from his dirty mom. mother and father the great parents of their dangers. Open See, because you're a woman. Like, seriously, <laughs> I just want to have like a little <clears throat> baby. You want a little fawn? Like, <laughs> to fawn over. Alright, I'm going to keep going. Bambi finds himself in a sh- uh, shining golden meadow and begins chasing butterflies, as little kids do. As he does so, he hears his mother's voice calling him. 
Overjoyed, he runs toward her and begins to nuzzle her lovingly. So His mother pure. comforts him, telling Ugh. him that she's there even though he can't see her as the dream fades. It's a dream, guys. Bambi continues to hear her voice saying, I'm here. He's like rubbing Audrey, his head against a log. It's so yeah, sad. Yeah. Do, uh, do the mama's voice. I'm here. Bambi. I'm, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> Not you, I'm Patrick. here. Okay. <laughs> Very Bambi. good, Audrey. Thank you. I guess oh. that is the point of Bambi, to just be the sad. He's a little kid. But anyway, that I'm here confuses okay. him. For the record, okay. I'm now going to feel worse when I make the awful sounds, but I'm still going to do it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. At the times, at the times that I was. Oh, when you're ready. Before. Okay. Yeah. Um, so she, it confuses him, right? Obviously, he hears his mother's voice. He begins to believe that the voice is his mother's after she says, it's me. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I, when So I'm watching this movie. And I'm again, I'm watching it with the point of view of that uh, there's no way you two are going to like this movie. Because I'm just, it's so, to me, it is an absolute fuster clock of just like, I, what's happening? Why we is this going did not have to do on? the cash stuff. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> and so <laughs> this scene, I'm just like. Is the movie almost over? <laughs> <laughs> it's like two minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so this, this would be great. <laughs> but so we all knew that it was man because the Rano had just said they had the little stick that makes it sound like deer are talking. Mm-hmm. So we knew what this was. What this was obviously we knew that because the mom's dead, but Bambi didn't know and he wasn't paying attention. So he falls out the noise into the meadow where a flock of crows flies past screaming about man. Excuse me. As Bambi looks toward the source of the disturbance, a trio of hunter dogs, there's three of them. That's what trio means, Dan. Oh. Um, <clears throat> runs toward him, causing Bambi to freeze in terror. And you know how like deer in a headlights is a fu- common phrase? They really, mm-hmm. really doubled down on that. Yeah, this is, it was like almost uncomfortably long. Yeah, just a deer in the headlights for like five minutes. Um, so, causing yeah, so he frees in terror. Elsewhere, the great prince hears the crows shouting "man" and suddenly becomes concerned for Bambi. See, he, you know, he loves his kid. Yeah. He runs to where the crows are flying from and arrives in time to fight the dogs off and save Bambi. As the dogs run back to their master, the great prince sees the glint of a rifle and yells at the still frozen Bambi to run. Go ahead, <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh no, I've been shot. <laughs> oh, I've been shot again. Oh no. <laughs> After a nudge from the great the prince's end, everybody, antlers. Don't forget to stop by the snack bar. <laughs> uh, after a nudge, because you could have in Great Britain and every other country outside of the U.S. I have a snack bar. Mm-hmm. After a nudge from the great prince's antlers, Bambi snaps out of his trance and the two escape to safety as the rifle is fired. Bambi explains that he heard his mother's voice. The great prince angrily says that it was one of man's tricks, meaning that Rano wasn't wrong about man's deer whistle in his tall tale story. Mm. Bambi tries to apologize, but the great prince is very cross and reprimands Bambi for freezing in the face of peril. He calms down and orders Bambi to immediately return home with him and possibly never come back to that place ever again where the realization of his mother's death begins to dawn in Bambi's mind. 
Rain starts to fall as the great prince leaves to reflect on the situation and finds friend Owl. And I think there is a callback to Little April Shower in this moment. I think. <laughs> I was, I'm not going to lie. I was really kind of like tuning out a lot of it because it's just, I did not like it. So I didn't like it. What would you guys do oh, if you had antlers growing out of your foreheads? Hmm. Huh. Be a superhero. Probably. Yeah. I'd could, run into stuff. It'd probably be like useful to hang things on. Well, of course, I'd want to compare them to my friend's antlers to see if mine were bigger. Yeah. See, I'm just immediately imagining that, like, I'm the only one that you're talking about. Like, this is a freak accident where it's like, all of a sudden, I have antlers and nobody else has. Probably like. She did say you guys. Like, if every Mm -hmm. man on the planet had antlers. Uh, we just run around comparing our sizes of them. Yeah, we absolutely And hitting, would. hitting each other. We would. And we do. would probably, there would probably be a whole industry about like how to make your antlers more antlers shiny bigger. and antlers bigger. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. If you lose, you know, a little bit of weight, then you'll your gain like will a look bigger. quarter inch of antler. Yeah. So like yeah. dick measuring contests would cease because yeah. the, well, okay, that would still be a, That'd still be a thing too, right? But I, I want to make it clear that, as far as I know, uh, there is no. I'm not going to go further with this because Jimmy's going to be tempted <laughs> to say things that he shouldn't say. What if the <laughs> antlers were as wide as they were tall? <laughs> Chodlers. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the great prince notes that winter is coming to an end, and that friend Owl should have no trouble finding a doe to be Bambi's new mother meaning that Bambi is possibly an orphan. (laughs) And that's why. The next morning, Thumper's sisters try to find their brother, and he and Flower leave in the scene of a log. They leave the scene in a log. Sorry, so cute. Only to have their their route blocked by the great prince, who lifts his right leg uh, to let them pass, and then orders Bambi to stay in the den where it's safe, since he would not trust him to go out on his own again. Yeah, that's what you get. It's yeah. true. Those all for man's tricks. I need to acknowledge something here because, like, I, I feel like I usually have more to add and more to say, but I'm, I'm legitimately stumped by the fact that you two like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Can I just? I mean. I I was like feeling a little tired and this was palatable and easy to watch. It's not that difficult. Like I didn't, if I hated this movie, then I would have a lot more notes and I would have been pissed about watching it, but I was not pissed about watching Bambi too. I was just like, ah, oh, this is easy to digest. It it's was very pleasant. It was I mean, well done. It was There's emotionally. A reason it was released in theaters. Yeah. It, it tugged at my heartstrings. It was very yep. easy I on think- the eyes, well animated, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. I think the main problem that I had with this movie is like, there's a tonal issue there where, yeah, they are trying to play up this, like Bambi is the most like tragic character er ever thing, but they don't, but then it becomes like about friendship is magic. Like it's, it, it feels like it's, it's, isn't it though, Dan, has this podcast not proven that friendship is magic. Friendship is magic. I guess. I don't make magic every month. Yeah. I, it, it didn't, I don't like it just I'm trying to watch this and it's like it seems like there's a different 
motivation, different plot point, like every five or 10 minutes where it's like, oh, this is what the movie is going to be about. When the movie is really just about this vague, like, well, it's very specific. I'm telling you exactly right. what it's the movie's about. That's about not about the dad and his son. Yeah, it is. And you, you want it. You're trying to, you're trying to put it in a box, Dan. I'm not. I'm just let the I'm, flower bloom. I'm just reacting the way I reacted. It didn't. Okay. And I, I'm open to, I'm open to being wrong here. Maybe it's just because I'm like fundamentally broken as a person or something. Emotions it, it's possible. Wrong, Dan. It's possible. Feelings I'm are just, not wrong. I'm just telling you, I did not expect anyone <laughs> to find this movie to be a movie or good. It was released or, in theaters in 20 countries, Dan. That that I mean to be fair, that's not a measure of quality. Like, well, that's fair. In the in two thousand six, it Jupiter Ascending was released in theaters, and that's a really really crappy movie. Don't get me started on The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi is crestfallen as he wants to be with his father. Thumper and Flower ask Bambi what's wrong, and Bambi says he wants his father to see how brave he is. Thumper decides to teach Bambi how to be brave. You have to be scarier than what's scaring you. And Bambi, Thumper, and Flower walk through the forest practicing their new skills until they come to a log guarded by a grumpy porcupine, which terrifies them. (laughs) They flee back into the bank of a creek, and then Thumper sees the great prince. Since Bambi's supposed to be back at the den... Thumper suggests they leave, but Bambi realizes this is his a good opportunity to show his newfound bravery. The great prince turns to leave, and Thumper goes to distract him and bring him back. Bambi goes to confront the porcupine. Bambi leaps over the porcupine, angering him. The porcupine stiffens his quills and begins chasing Bambi backwards and forwards across the log. Thumper brings the great prince to see Bambi being brave, but when he notices Bambi in trouble... He leads the great prince away. After a short struggle, the porcupine is propelled into the air by a piece of the log and lands quills first on Bambi's bottom. (laughs) Bambi yells out in pain and falls into the creek, causing the great prince to go and investigate the noise. Much to Thumper's dismay, Bambi ducks down under the water so as not to be seen, and the great prince leaves. Thumper begins to pill pull quills out of Bambi's rear. Thumper begins to do pills. Um, <laughs> so so what's happening is basically Bambi wants to show his dad he's brave to be accepted by his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Thumper's like, oh, no, that's his dad. He can't see him out of the den. And then he's like, oh, he's being brave. I'm going to go get him. And then when he realizes he's in trouble, he turns him away. Don't look. Don't look. And then he hears the disturbance and Bambi hides so he doesn't be seen not only not being brave but out of his den. I think if I'm being honest, another part of this that I had a problem with, and I know how this is going to sound and just bear with me. Yeah. I know this was going to like melt your motherboard robot. (laughs) (laughs) I, the, the whole thing starts with an explanation of like Bambi's dad is like, so we're deer. And what we do is does raise the, that's right. The, the kids right and, the bucks, and that's like protect. that's normal and then all of a sudden it turns into this like whole thing about how like actually dads can be the main parent too which like is like philosophically i completely understand that like but we're talking about another species 
And that's this is like how they do it. Dan, I think that we established yeah. in the earlier horn conversation yes. that maybe we're not so different. Uh, but okay, so but the whole this whole thing feels like it, and I know that okay. I'm already halfway down this. So okay. This this kind of reminds me of like the ninety day fiance person who like goes to like a very traditional Dan culture. Is his head. Very traditional. Feels like it's about to explode. <laughs> See the movie Scanners? <laughs> no. <laughs> um they go to a very traditional culture with very like strict gender expectations and the American who's who is going there is like I love this person and yeah, they want to be traditional and I'm in this culture, but I'm going to change everything because I know I'm right. And it's like, you idiot. Just like, yeah, philosophically. Yeah. I get what you're saying, but like, this is kind of, this isn't what you do. You don't go and like try to change everything. Um, and I realized that this might sound January very contradictory. 6th? What? <laughs> Wow, I was bit, Jimmy. I was busy. Um, <laughs> I mean, what you're, what you're describing is. I know. Very... I know how it sounds, but what I it's, it's it's stupid. It's a stupid thing. It's a stupid thing for them to try to do to just be like, let's just. I don't know. It's just. It's it's dumb. This is a dumb movie. It shouldn't exist. I think. Uh, uh, forgive me if I'm completely misinterpreting what you're saying, but the difference is, uh, his dad is reluctant to, to act as a dad. He doesn't want to change traditional gender roles. He's just doing right. it because it's necessary. It's That's not what like, he knows. yeah, is that, he doesn't what know I'm how to is, be a nurturer. He what I'm saying is not that his role. This story, this story doesn't make sense being told in for lack of a better term a culture where this is completely not what does happen or would happen like save this story for something else tell a different I, story in i Bambi disagree too. i disagree yeah i mean yeah. yeah maybe tell a different story but i disagree this is this is a tale of of gender gender roles and how historically gender roles are very finite and specific. Right. And I and that, think that there are a lot of people, Dan, I've been joking about it, but I think there are a lot of men, quote unquote, who that's not my job. That's the woman's job. But now the woman's gone. He's trying to deal with his own trauma of loss while he's got this child. He doesn't know what to do with. And right. it's, it's a, it's a story about him figuring out how to deal with that. How do you relate to your child? You don't never had to relate to before. Cause that's not your job. Your job is to protect and, and be connected with the forest and protect the herd. Right. Her and her job is to watch the kid and now how do how do I do that? Well yeah, and I'm I'm sure that all of those people with very rigid uh gender norms are all watching Bambi too. So it, that's that's fair, Dan. <laughs> you know but that's that's not it's who just, it's geared towards for sure. No, right. I, I, I get that. But it just doesn't for some reason it just feels like it's mis it's it's a it's a it's a good it's it's a sentiment that I totally agree with, but it's misplaced in this setting to the point that my brain goes, why even bring it up? You can't suspend disbelief for this plot is what I'm hearing. No, I it's cannot. Just... Like, for whatever reason, cannot suspend disbelief for this cartoon. Like, I, <laughs> I realize I realize how ridiculous it is, but 
I think the way that they frame it in the movie, on top of it being Bambi 2, which is a ridiculous idea to begin with. Well, it's hallowed ground, but at the same time, that's they do this. And by the way, Walt Disney was adamant that he doesn't do sequels. Right. And the Walt Disney Company is nothing but sequels now. So it's it's sort of an affront to what Walt Disney believed, but that's beside the point. Yeah, I, I, I think that... I, I think that is probably, honestly, that's, that is the main starting point for me is it's just like Bambi two. Yeah. What? Why? Yeah. Why even do this? And then it could once, have been any number of characters told the same story and you yeah. probably wouldn't have had the same issue with it because it doesn't have, hold the gravity. Yeah. It's like old Yeller goes to college. It's just there like, why? <laughs> like the ending we had was what worked. And by the way, the same old Yeller that died. Exactly. When I, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I mean. So. <laughs> like, there's a uh there's this YouTube channel the oh critical drinker is what it's called and he has this problem a lot with sequels is that they retroactively change characters and plot points which basically negate the entire um they negate the first movie the first plot points is yeah. that happening with this movie and my understanding of the plot of Bambi one is no, it's not. It's adding a lot of additional detail and it's fleshing out the relationship between Bambi and his dad. You know in what? A nice way. Audrey, I think I just figured it out. Mm. This is the rogue one of the Bambi verse. Aha. <laughs> I did see rogue one. I haven't seen a it's, whole lot of the other ones at this point. It's filling in plot details. Nobody asked for, mm. but yeah. it's not, it's, it's not to your point, Audrey. It's not like, retconning anything it's mm -hmm. filling out stuff there's not a lot of i mean there's no consequence there's no like you know there's no gravitas to the story it's just a story about a dad and his kid and how they figure out how to relate to each other yeah and i think that that so to me i think it's i'm trying and I'm, I'm it's coming more clear to me it's sort of like it's like a death of a thousand cuts kind of thing for me where it's like okay first of all we don't need a bambi 2 at all no second we don't second um, there's, there's no, like, there's no stakes or consequence to the story. Like you were saying, it's the, on the timeline. It's placed weird. Like, okay. If they had ch called it something else, maybe my perception would be different. If they didn't aggressively point out what we're doing here with the father raising the son is completely different and make a big deal out of it. Like almost look at the camera and go, you get it. You know, <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, we get it. Um, and then on top of that, the, the lack of stakes, they're being like, okay, well, none of this matters. So why, why then make a Bambi two at all? If it, if a Bambi two doesn't make any sense, shouldn't even be made. And then this, like, I'm not even arguing that. Yeah. You might've, I guess what happened to me is that I couldn't even engage in the emotional content of it because I was just like, none of this should be happening. Dan, you've just described this podcast. I know, but this is <laughs> every this, movie this, we but, cover. But, but it, none is, of it matters. But, but none of it is necessary. Such, in, uh, at, on such a great, it's, it's like, it's like making, it's like making, I don't, I can't eat. This is a ridiculous, this movie is dumb. It is ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. And like, not in the usual way. It's like, it's like if someone were to say, like, without 
any knowledge that Disney actually made sequels. If someone were to say like, hey, here, Disney is starting to make sequels. As a joke, your brain would come up immediately with Bambi 2. And it would be, <laughs> and what you think of would be better and make more sense than this movie. That's... And that doesn't mean that this movie is bad or that you, what you felt wasn't what you felt. It's just that as a Bambi 2 with all of the other stuff, this movie is insane and not in a fun way for me. Asher in two years after a karate lesson and Faylene are nearby and Rano is showing off to Faylene until he hears Bambi cry out in pain. Bambi cries out again. Uh, Bambi cries out again. <laughs> and Faylene runs to <laughs> Oh my god, I'm sweating. <laughs> Bambi cries out again and Faylene runs to see him. Rano yells after her, seemingly hurt by losing her attention. <laughs> Faylene and Rano go and see Bambi with all the quills removed. And Rano teases Bambi after the meadow incident where Bambi froze. Bambi states he is not a coward. And <laughs> oh, no, Jimmy's and choking on this movie. Put him out of his misery, Dan. <laughs> Do it. OK, hold on. Take the shot. <laughs> he had a good run. <laughs> Uh, Bambi states he's not a coward and bleats angrily. Rano decides that he and Faylene should leave, but Faylene wants to stay. Rano tries to force Faylene to leave, and Bambi stands up to her. Yeah. Rano comes back to confront Bambi and tease Flower and Thumper, causing Thumper to push Bambi so that he headbutts Rano. And speaking Rano of pushing, is furious. <laughs> speaking of pushing. Here's an advertiser who is going to share with you an idea about what you might do with your money. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian Pigeon Mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, Brady PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. And we're back. Oh. And we're back. back. <laughs> <Sorry>. So, <laughs> Rano's furious and chases Thumber and Bambi through the forest. Bambi comes to a large jump. And to his surprise, this is big, guys. To his surprise, he clears it with ease. The great prince appears and begins to tell Bambi off for leaving the den, but interrupts himself when he notices that Bambi cleared the jump, saying he didn't make that jump that far until he had antlers. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, Patrick Stewart, not you. <laughs> here's, I was a box, doing... here's a box set of my Star Trek. <laughs> so he, Make it he so. the great prince, didn't do that till he had antlers, which Bambi does not. Bambi is delighted at the positive attention from his dad. 
Yeah. But the great prince composes himself and the three leave. Rano tries to clear that same jump, but falls and lands in the mud mm. in which he is covered from head to toe to tail. What a loser. Loser. The next day, Bambi practices jumping with Thumper. The great prince sees this and smiles, but becomes serious when Friend Owl arrives and says that the search for a new mother is going well. Hold on, great- hold on. I just learned that my son can do something. Exactly. <laughs> I love him now. Exactly. <laughs> I can relate to him now. I, listen, I'm a father. Yes. I love my kids no matter what. Yeah. But when they're Which they one's do your favorite? things. <laughs> When they do things that you can relate to, it's like, oh, that's exciting. I can, like, talk to you now. That's Love you both, boys. I love you both. (laughs) The great prince equally. Equally. (laughs) The great prince does not concentrate and is more concerned with Bambi's jumping. Friend Owl notices that this and slyly hints that the great prince might have changed his mind. Mm. We could get a scholarship out of this. Mm -hmm. A jumping scholarship. send him to... Professor X's school for people. No, he'll go like to deers. Princeton. Uh-huh. The great uh-huh. prince, annoyed, confirms that he is not. No. No. He then walks past Bambi's jumping session, seemingly taking little interest in it. Bambi's confused as his jumping drew praise the day before. Bambi says that the great prince has been standing around and contemplating a lot. I will just implied that I might be a woman. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Thumper suggests that Bambi should go and ask the great prince about it. Bambi does so, and the great prince says he's observing, looking, listening, and smelling for danger all of the time. It's his job. The great prince says that Bambi should try to feel the forest, feel mm. bright vibrations through his hooves and abnormalities in the forest activity. Right. It's what connects living things after all. That's the Lion King part. Yeah. And the great prince leaves and Bambi turns to head back to the den. But the great prince wants Bambi to come with him. The two journey through the forest, first on a brook, then up a rocky incline, then rubbing their heads on a tree. It's not Bambi's mom this time. And join the stags as they practice their combat skills. The great prince tries to teach Bambi how to headbutt, but the fawn bounces off his father's head, you know, because he doesn't have horns. Mm, nearby, I do not remember this part of the movie. <laughs> nearby, Thumper lowers his head and chases Flower for a short time before he himself is chased by his sisters. Elsewhere, Bambi rec- uh, rescues a ladybug from a spider's web, and then after feeling vibrations, he's learning from his dad, He runs toward the meadow where the bucks participate in their annual run. Rano is also in the event. Through this, the bond between father and son deepens. The song sequence, first sign of spring. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. The second most awful song in the world. Yeah. There are only four in this movie. How did I miss that part? What was I doing? Because it's missable. No, I mean... It's missable in court. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Audrey? Hmm? I don't remember it either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading that like, I don't remember that happening. But anyway. The next morning, on as Bambi and the Great Prince play, Friend Owl arrives with Mina, 
the、mm. dough he has found to be Bambi's new mother. Hey, Bambi, I'm your new mom. Hey, Bambi. <laughs> She has a cigarette. <laughs> Come on over、that. here and help me with my tracheotomy. Hey, I hear、Bambi. you're quite the jumper. <laughs> uh, uh, when Bambi finds out what, about Mina's true purpose, he angrily snaps at his father for sending him away. So, what's、yeah. the deal with you and Thumper?、Huh? I mean, come on. Okay. <laughs> Is this, that a lady, lady bunny? This,、uh, this part of the movie, I did. Roll my eyes a little bit because it's such a classic.、Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is a、yeah. misunderstanding that can be explained yeah, in、time. two seconds. But Bambi、yeah. obviously overreacts. But it, it's forgivable because he's a kid. He's a child, exactly. Yeah, well, and you, it's you know, it makes Bambi, sense for him、I'm... to have that emotional outburst. You know? Yeah. I yeah. have been hitting that. <laughs> I've been kind of. <laughs> I've been a little distant and douchey, and well, you see, that's why. Father has needs. That's right. <laughs> the the great prince、uh, tries to explain his reasons, but Bambi goes as far as to say that he wishes his mother was with him instead of his father, and、mm. runs off heartbroken. And that's completely reasonable for him to say. Agreed. I guess so.、Yeah, not out of character. I'm connecting with you finally. Like I'm doing things that I know you like. You're giving me attention, and just when I thought we were connecting. You send me away. What the hell? That's what this is. So I think it's completely mis- understandable. The great prince soon learns he has made a huge mistake and trots off after Bambi. After saying goodbye to his friends and the great prince, Bambi, who seems to accept the change, even though he's emotionally upset, leaves with Mina. Rano appears, Dick, <laughs> and continues to tease him about Bambi's father sending him away because he was so ashamed of him. This causes an enraged Bambi to charge at Rano, and the two fight. Mina disrupts the fight, but Rano charges into Bambi, causing Bambi to knock Mina into a trap attached to jingle bells. As <laughs> Mina struggles, the bells jingle and alert man and the hunting dogs. This time, four dogs. There were a trio before. That's three. Now there's four. To her position, Rano、That's、flees quartet, in terror. That is a quartet.、Mm-hmm. Rano、really、flees、fancy. in terror, screaming for his mother, and Bambi freezes again. He quickly, <laughs> but he quickly snaps out this time and、mm-hmm. begins to run. Begins to run as well. But Mina is encouraging him to run. She unknowingly quotes Bambi's late mother's words, saying, "She has the script. She knows." Faster, Bambi! Don't look back. Keep running. Keep running. Go ahead, Audrey. Oh. Faster, Bambi! Don't look back. Keep running. Keep running. Is that what? Hearing this, <laughs> hearing this, he pauses、oh, and doubles back、oh, to distract. I've, I've been shot. I. <laughs> oh, I'm still alive. I'm dead. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> hearing this, he pauses on, and doubles back to distract the four dogs. The death scene isn't over yet. <laughs> oh, I. I think I might make it. <laughs> Okay, I don't feel so bad about ganging up on you now, Dan, because you've got your just desserts. That's right. And we, Audrey's going to tell us what those desserts are later. Ah,、uh, yes. <sighs> All right. 
so that felt good. I'm glad you feel good about yourself. <laughs> um, so Bambi turns back, snaps out of his deer in the headlights, and distracts the four dogs away from Mina. The great prince arrives and frees Mina from the trap before going after Bambi. Bambi manages to lose two of the dogs, one with the help of Flower's scent glands. <laughs> mm, fart joke. Uh, yeah. And another with the help of it? the grumpy porcupine. Callback. That's Before running clever. toward the center of the meadow, the final two dogs in hot pursuit as a thunderstorm brews overhead. Using the skills his father taught him, Bambi tricks the dogs into jumping into each other mm. and begins to climb up a steep, rocky cliff. Someone as the great prince continues following the trail as bolts of lightning split the sky. One of the dogs slips and falls when Bambi, the ledge gives you've away. you've turned off your targeting device. Is something wrong? <laughs> I'm trying something my dad taught me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the dogs slips and falls when the ledge gives way, forcing the great prince to find an alternate route and leaving only one dog left chasing after Bambi. Bambi climbs to a high ledge and dislodges some rocks, which do nothing to the dog. As the dog closes in, Bambi kicks it in the chest causing it to fall to the bottom of the cliff. Straight the up great prince the sees this and yeah. is relieved. Bambi's a killer. <laughs> now Bambi knows the feeling of murder. <laughs> Bambi's revenge. <laughs> Bambi goes to join him, but the ledge beneath Bambi gives way and he falls. The storm subsides and the great prince goes to Bambi and believes the prince to be dead. Hmm. He nuzzles his son tenderly and sobs. This is friend owl. This got Mina. me to cry again. Yeah, exactly. It's a regular reverse Mufasa situation. Exactly. <laughs> friend owl, Mina, Flower, and Thumper arrive to see what's happening. As the great prince gets up to leave, Bambi wakes up. Mm -hmm. The great prince, relieved, begins to nuzzle his son again, mm -hmm. causing Bambi to smile at the attention. Mm -hmm. Then Bambi says, "Clearly, you haven't seen the first movie because, like, I have kids and stuff." So. Exactly. Everyone else is filled with joy and Mina turns with a smile and leaves the scene, knowing that the great prince wanted to take care of Bambi after all, as the sky clears with a shooting star flying across the full moon. Mm -hmm. A while later, Thumper tells the exaggerated story of how Bambi defeated the dogs despite interruptions from his sisters. Bambi arrives now with a pair of antlers starting to grow and without his spots. Failing reports that Thumper was telling quite a story, and Friend Owl chimes in about the part of thousands of dogs, earning Thumper a small scowl from Bambi, and the kitten admits he is not a good storyteller. Kitten. The porcupine pricks Bambi's legs with his quills, causing Bambi to leap forward and accidentally engage Faline oh, in a kiss. What a kidster. Kisses which, are gross. Which dismays Friends Owl. When asked by Flower what Twitter pated means, the old owl states he will tell him when he's older. <laughs> and the previous movie. Rano arrives and swears revenge against Bambi, but he steps on a turtle shell and falls uh, rear first into a run, <laughs> sending the turtle flying out of the water. And that the turtle, turtle bite killed him because Rano is not in the original movie. It's exactly right. Yep. The turtle lands on his muzzle oh. and bites him on the nose, making him run away from the run and screaming for his mother. 
<laughs> That's why he's not in the next movie. Yep. Flower says that turtles are scary, which makes everyone laugh until Bambi leaves as his father is calling him. And they everyone. have a freeze frame and the audience claps and laughs. Uh, Show me that smile again. <laughs> everyone, even the porcupine, waves farewell. Although Thumper laments that Bambi does not have time for them anymore, to which Faleen asks if it is wonderful. <laughs> the great prince takes Bambi to a forest glade, saying that this was the place where he first met Bambi's mother. Mm -hmm. And this is the place where we made you. <laughs> right. Gross, Bambi asks Dad, what the great prince was like. That. Great prince, or, uh, Bambi asks the great prince what he was like when he was Bambi's age, and the great prince says that he you. was a lot like Bambi. Let me tell Wink. you a little bit about some specific kinks that your mother had, Bambi. <laughs> the final scene shows a yellow butterfly landing on the great prince's den, flapping its wings. Mm -hmm. The end. That was Thank kind God. of a nice little way to end the movie, I thought. You know, instead of like pan up into the sky and it's the end. Instead, it's like, remember that plant at the start of the movie, which was alone, and now it's like two plants, and there's a intertwining, you know? It was, it was pretty. Mm -hmm. It was nice. As a father, I have two children whom I love equally, mm -hmm. but there are certain times where it's like, I, I can't relate to you because you are a child, and the things you're saying drive me nuts. And then after a while, you're like... Oh, it drives me nuts because that's who I am. I, you're so much like me. Mm. I can I can connect with you because I get you now because that's who you're me, and that's what I think this movie is. It's like Finding Maybe. Nemo. Finding Nemo, similar deal. It's like you know, it's, it's a it's a father son story that just touched me as a father. That's all. The film sold 2.6 <laughs> million DVDs in its first week in the United States. DVDs it would also or VCRs? later win an VC, VHS. DVDs. It, it was the last one that was on VHS. They, they oh, gave I see. DVD. I got they you. gave it away with uh, VCRs. <laughs> That's right. They gave <laughs> they, DVDs they gave with DVD the VCRs. <laughs> it's like, maybe suggest a new idea. <laughs> it would also <laughs> later go on to win an Annie Award, which is an animation what? award, for Best Home Entertainment Production at the 34th Annie Awards, reviews for it were generally mixed as it currently holds a 50% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. Bambi 2's musical score includes instrumental pieces by Bruce Broughton and new vocal songs by several noted artists, including Alison Krauss, Martina McBride, and Anthony Salia. Coinciding with the film's DVD release, the soundtrack was released by Walt Disney Records in the United States on February 7th, 2006, produced by Matt Walker. The CD includes nine songs from the film, as well as three tracks from Bambi Sing the Day, was written for the Running Brave sequence in Bambi 2, but unused. So Original looking, songs. Go ahead. I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes right now, and the tomatometer is at 44%. Audience score is at 60%. There you so go. I Average think of 50. I think yeah I think the um I think what we're experiencing between the three of us is just kind of a common thing. It's like either either you you get it and you're in and you're like cool I'm I'm here for what they're offering or it's just like no. <laughs> 
like well, 44 percent is not a hard no honestly i came into the movie with the same feeling dan where i looked at the time and i was like oh my god this is an hour and 20 minutes long jesus um but it it went by much faster than i thought because i enjoyed it it felt like an animated feature in the way it was drawn the way it was written the way it was acted uh i i'd say the spots on the on the fawns were too symmetrical too geom- geometrical too like rectangle they, they were too kind of perfect I, i'm <laughs> looking at some of the reviews and here's one by jeffrey chen that i think kind of is close to where i'm at with it which is uh he gave it a six out of ten which i would not give it that but uh playing it safe renders it mediocre unaligned with its predecessor in spirit though its thoughtful efforts in visual and musical homage shouldn't go unnoticed Maybe the original is overhyped. I actually think it's very possible. I possibly, and maybe I I really do like the original, even though it's not something that I, I mean, it's not exactly a movie that I'm like, yay, I'm going to watch Bambi now. I, I really, if it's on TV, you're going to watch it. Right. Like, but like in terms of like the, the art style of it and the, I love the music. Um, and may, I, you know, maybe that's it. I think that, that there's a lot about Bambi that is super underrated and make, cause a lot of it is just like, it's the movie about the, the mom who gets shot, you know, um, there's a lot going on artistically and a lot of risks being taken there that like, I really, I, I find genuinely lovely. Um, and this well, movie and doesn't get involved there. and Walt Disney makes better choices than the current right. iteration of Disney and the sequel, you know, which is, I, I'll say it's over, but it's been replaced with the remakes, which is why that's the next phase of the podcast is the, the remakes are, may as well be straight to video sequels. Right. Um, I'm going to tell you what drink we're going to be having. And this is not a joke. This is 100% real. <laughs> this beer is from Red Heart Brewing Company, and it is Bambi's Revenge Double IPA. Ooh. I'm in. It's a West Coast style, crystal clear, dry crisp with hints of grapefruit and melon with a touch of of pine because mm. of the forest that's what we're drinking audrey what are we eating uh we're gonna eat something that dad cooks so picture this <laughs> you're at home mom's got bunko and she's out of the house for the evening and so dad's in charge of feeding you twerps um he's gonna grill some meat probably and then also make potatoes with way too much cheese on them and some like onions and there's no seasoning it's just cheese and onions and potatoes, but it works. Just like that. Bon appetit. <laughs> <It works. laughs> yep. 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 Well, what we're listening to, um, I was struggling with where to go with this, and I kind of stuck with – I've done some things where it's like a reaction to the reaction or a reaction to what wasn't working or whatever, and I just figured, well, okay. What if this movie, and again, I don't think that a Bambi 2 should exist, but if it were to exist and if they decided to just double down hard on just this being the most brutally like depressing thing ever. (laughs) And I thought, okay, well, what a wonderful time to bring Portishead into the mix. Oh, Um, because, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is one, but this could just be, 
my own bias. I'm almost certain that everyone listening to this will go like, well, yeah, idiot. Of course you're going to make Portishead. I know all about Portishead. But if you don't, and that aggressively depressing thing sounds like a good time to you, um, then you and Portishead need to be friends because this is a group who has released maybe four albums in the past 20 years. Each one of them is mat- meticulously good. Um, they fall under the trip hop, uh, distinction of musical styles. And, um, they, one thing that makes them really interesting is they create their own samples. I mean, they use other people's samples, but they discovered at some point that, oh my God, we can actually like produce this music and have it pressed onto a record and then treat the record like crap. So it sounds old and still Ooh. like sample from the record that we've created. So there's that. And they are just unashamedly about making sad electronic music, which hello, I'm here for that. <laughs> this is something called the rip, which if you list, if you look at the comments on the YouTube channel that I did not take this from, um, you'll see a bunch of people talking about how like, this song pushes you into a pit of depression and then takes you out of it. And again, I have to do that thing where I have to say something about it every once in a while. Otherwise, Portishead herself will come and punch me in the mirror. I remember you talk about Portishead a lot. They're great. There's a Bjork quality to it. Yeah, they, they're kind of musical cousins in a lot of ways. The bitterness I felt. This is Dan watching this movie. <laughs> just, to, just to be clear. I know you don't have enough RAM to compute, I'm not, Dan. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just, just for the, the listener. He's really not. He's actually a very sweet man. And I'm not like angry. He's not angry. I'm just. It's a little bit of a character, but it, it's. But it's also rooted. It's root. It's definitely rooted in real things. Sure. Yeah. Let's bring on some dick jokes and have a podcast. Yeah. Is this a banjo? Um. No. This is. Mandolin. Uh, no, it's definitely some kind of a guitar, but it's being played in a way that, like, there's some looseness to the fingering of it. (laughs) 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 There's that dick joke. Yeah, see? (laughs) We've met the quota for the episode. Yeah, I'm letting this play through because because of where it goes. Um, but does this movie meet the Bechtel test? Uh, ooh. Yeah, Flower. Oh, do Flower and Failing have a conversation? <clears throat> Flower's a dude. I thought Flower Is was she? a girl. I thought Flower's a girl. Hold on. And Thumper's a boy. Is Flower. I always thought Baby was a girl when I was a kid. Boy or Isn't baby. That a, it's a girl's oh, name. A little in joke. Flower is often mistaken for a female due to his name, high pitched voice and appearance, specifically his eyelashes. Nope. Well, there you go. I guess it doesn't. 
there's one and Mina are the only girls in the movie. One of the I guess the sisters. The sisters of her sisters. But they don't have a conversation together about they had, they talk about their brother. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Baby two does not pass. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, that that's where I said. Yeah, it's it's very nice, Dan. A, they're they're wonderful. I'm gonna listen to more of that. <clears throat> I, I, I remember. I remember not not to go too for much further into this, but I remember when Portishead first came out, and someone at the record store that I was frequenting was like, "You in might, Claremont. yeah, in Claremont at Rhino Records," and Rhino. my my record pusher was like. Hey, have you heard of this band? I'm like, uh, no. What's up with them? And he said, they uh, they make the Smiths sound aggressively happy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need to listen to this. <laughs> That's funny. What was the name of that um, song, Dan? Uh, the Rip. The Rip. The Rip of Gunshot. Well, everybody... Oh, hold on. The Rip. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that was Bambi 2, The Great Prince is something or other. This is your outro music. This, yeah, this is this is the Jimmy Does His Thing music. I mean, we could all... We, hold on, we could do this. Oh, there you go. Thank you for listening to Scraping the Vault. This has been a production of Ears Up Studios. Join us next time where we do something else. You weren't ready. Hold on. Jimmy wasn't ready. Okay. Start over, but really sexy this time. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. He's been drinking. Hold on. Let's get him back. Let's get him back. Straight. <laughs> oh, what? What? Where am I? <laughs> to video Disney sequels. What are we going to watch next? Oh. Mm. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> or, hey, did List you know of- we're doing a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Return it to far. Okay, here we go. Let's scroll down. We're getting so close to the movie that we've all been waiting for. Which is Cinderella three oh. where she goes back in time. Cool. And, all right. So we just watched baby two. Next is Leroy and stitch. Oh, I no. believe the fourth installment of the series. Then brother bear two, then Fox and the hound two, then Cinderella three, a twist in time. Then <sighs> Disney princesses enchanted tales. I don't think that counts. Little mermaid Ariel's beginning. And then we enter the Tinkerverse. Yes, the Tinkerpalooza. <laughs> Set your countdown clocks now. <laughs> That's right. So let's see. Let's figure it out. Bambi 2 is in April. Leroy and Stitch May. Well, unless Brother we want to start inserting June. some straight uh, some live actions. That's a good point. Uh, live action films. We did oh. 101. Should we do 102? Is that a live action sequel? I think it is. Should we ask the listeners what they want us to watch next? I've actually given them too much power. Disney remakes. Uh, live action adaptions, adaptations, and remakes of animated films. Let's see. Jungle Book, 101 Dalmatians, Jungle Book, Mowgli's Story. Does that count? 
Uh, I don't know. 102 Dalmatians, then Alice in Wonderland. Oh, no. Sorcerer's Apprentice, Maleficent, which is not really a remake. It's a sequel, but uh, Cinderella. We all love that one. With It's Kenneth Branagh's masterpiece. The Jungle uh. Book. Alice Through the Looking Glass, Beauty and the Beast, Christopher Robin, Dumbo, Aladdin, Lion King, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, Lady and the Tramp, Mulan, Cruella, Pinocchio. Can't wait to get to that one. Oh, God. Oh, God. Coming soon. Peter Pan and Wendy uh, coming very soon. Yeah. It comes out next week. We'll be watching I... these movies until we're all dead. Until... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, how do we die? <laughs> <laughs> Self-inflict. Oh, God. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let me tell you. Here's what's coming up. Peter Pan and Wendy, The Little Mermaid, Snow White, M- uh, Mufasa, The Lion King, Hercules, directed by Guy Ritchie. Okay, well. Untitled a- Aladdin sequel. Guy. Untitled Jungle Book sequel. His name doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Hunchback. Untitled Cruella sequel. Tink. The Sword in the Stone. I'm Robin okay with Hood. that one. That that I mean that works for me. Uh, directed by Juan Carlos. Sure. Robin Hood, same director. Uh, untitled Prince Andres film. Uh, Anders Anders film from Aladdin. Bambi. Oh, live action Bambi. Oh God. The Aristocats. Lilo and Stitch, live action. And finally. Moana, which at the shareholders meeting, I think it was, uh, The Rock told us they were working hard to make a live action remake of Moana. Uh, yep. Those are all the, yep. the only ones that have a release date are the first four, Peter Pan and Wendy next week. Little Mermaid is in May. Snow White is in March of 24. And Mufasa the Lion King in July of 24. Uh, it's going to be a long podcast, people. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget a towel. For Just the generally, don't forget a loose towel. Loose fingering? No. It's, it's a, a, a hitchhiker's Doug, guide. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, got it. Douglas Adams. That guy. Who I met, by the way. And he signed my hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy. Nice. That's book. cool. And his signature looked like, said, log axle. Douglas, if you're okay. listening, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Love those. Uh, thanks for oh. the autograph. Uh, we have we are, the concierge are getting together as a group starting <laughs> in two days. A five six R ears. Um, book trip to Disneyland, Disney World, Disneyland Paris, Universal, whatever you're into, call A five six R ears uh, and book through concierge. Take all the hassle out of your travel planning. And then, oh my god! Uh, review the show, rate and review. We haven't had a review in a while. We'd love uh, a five star review. And um, we're scraping the vault. Other shows, ears up, ears up in depth. Supreme Resort, we just got a big bump in listeners, so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And till next time, court is adjourned. Yeah, oh, wrong, wrong one. Until Hold next on, we time. Can, we, we can wait for it to drop. Uh, no, never mind. Bambi? What's that noise? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Uh, and listener, go to etsy.shop.coveyers <laughs> to get your very own Fantasyland Shooting Arcade t- <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> They're selling out fast. In wonderful tie-dye. Uh-huh. Yeah, it looks like a target. There's a deer. Yeah. yeah. And it says Fantasyland Shooting Gallery. <laughs> Shooting with an apostrophe. Shooting, yeah, or the apostrophe. If you it's s- a fun shirt. If you stuck with us to the end of this episode, thanks for listening. <clears throat> and most important. You're a true fan. Until next time. <gasps> be kind. Be kind. Be kind. And, and rewind. Rewind. First of all, kill all the fucking deer. Really? Yeah. We'd have deer. to get rid of War the deer. deer. Yeah. Kill the fucking deer. Because oh. your penis <laughs> get affected. Monhegan, let me tell you a story. Monhegan <laughs> Island in Maine had a major tick problem. And what they did, it was very controversial among the citizens, you know, and they killed all the fucking deer. And <laughs> the Lyme's disease went away. It did, huh? Yes. Wow. But I was fucking rats, man. You know, in the, in, in the Middle Ages, would anybody said, no, the pretty man, those rats, they, you know, so they carry bubonic plague. Kill them.